0: The Twins officially activate Miguel Sano, send Hilberto Celestino back to AAA, and three X Factors for the Twins in the second half. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins Podcast. Today is Monday. What day is it? July 25th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, Nash Walker, been writing at Twins Daily for four seasons, been hosting this podcast on a daily basis for three seasons now and three off seasons in a COVID season and a lockout season and the twins are in first place and I'm excited to join you today to discuss a big decision. Miguel Sano activated from his rehab assignment, joins the big league roster. Huberto Celestino sent back to AAA and then the three X factors for the twins in the second half. I've narrowed it down to three guys in the second half who I'm watching very closely who I think have the biggest say of how this second half goes in terms of their Performance. This is one through 26. It's a one through 40 operation through an entire season, 162 games. I've identified three guys in the second half who could change the Twins' fate or at least have a big hand in their second half. First, Miguel Sano activated. He is not one of my X factors, but he could be an X factor for the Twins here. If Miguel Sano is 2021 second half, Miguel Sano, as I said yesterday, he is. A legitimate middle-of-the-order bat. He will help the Twins. Now, people are worried that Alex Kiriloff and Jose Miranda are going to lose playing time. And I'm not worried about that because I don't think it's going to happen. I agree that those two should absolutely not lose playing time to Miguel Sano. And I don't think they will. And I think tomorrow you'll see how that's going to work. Ethan Small is a lefty. He's starting for Milwaukee, at least listed as the probable. Bad lefty, so a good start for Miguel Sano to get in against uh, a lefty who has not had good results. I think Sano will play first base. They're going to get him on his feet day one, first baseman. DH will be Jose Miranda, and third base will be Gio Urshela. And Luis Siraz doesn't start against lefties anyway, so he's not going to start. It'll be Sano at first, Gio at third, Miranda at DH, and then Alex Kirloff probably in left field. I think that's what you're looking at tomorrow for the twins with Cal Garlic and right. Buxton hopefully back in center, Correa at short, Polanco at second. I think that's the, the group you're looking at, Gary Sanchez behind the dish. That's how they're gonna do it. I think. I think against lefties, there's spots for him. You can get him in because Luis Saraize doesn't play against lefties, and it could be argued that he should, but I will tell you, Luis Saraiz, by the numbers by the eye test, is a very different hitter against left-handed pitching. There's more swing and miss there's less on base ability, certainly less in terms of extra base hits and just hits in general. You know, he's still a good hitter. Like he still has a high on-base percentage against lefties, but he just looks different and he feels different against lefties and the the numbers overall match that up. Miguel Sano is going to play first base, I think, or DH. You could have Miranda play first and Sano DH. I think it'll be one of the two uh, in the opener on Tuesday against Milwaukee, and then it's Corbin Burns Wednesday, and I don't think Miguel Sano is going to start against Corbin Burns. I don't think they're going to start him. Absolutely not against good right-handed starters. And the Twins see a lot of good right-handed starters in the division. You know, Giolito and Lynn were, and they are. <laughs> Dylan Cease certainly, Cleveland, all their starters. You know, they see a lot of good right-handed starters. So I, I don't know if Miguel Sano is going to play against good right-handed starters, much less against any right-handed starters at all. Like, I don't know if he's going to play against righties, period. He will get in there against lefties because they're not just going to keep him on the roster for for nothing, right? Now, is he able to get enough at-bats to, like, showcase himself against only left-handed pitching? I think yes. I think if he crushes lefties, he will earn himself more opportunity against righties. And the whole roster isn't going to stay healthy either, unfortunately. There's going to be guys who are hurt. It could be Sano. You know, Sineau's had the knee problem all year. But by opportunity or by production, he could get more of a chance against righties later on. But right out of the gate, I don't see that happening. I think they're going to favor. Absolutely. No question with Alex Kirilov. Going to favor Kirilov over Sineau against right-handed pitching. But Miranda's looked excellent. And I think they're going to favor Miranda over Sineau as well against righties. So I expect him to play against lefties to start. And I think he will on Tuesday. I think he'll hit in the middle of the order. They're going to give him an opportunity. And I've talked about this at length you know, more than once with Miguel Sano. This is his last little stint with the Twins. I would be shocked if he's on the team next year. So this is his last stint. This is his last opportunity to build his value before he enters for agency. And I think that isn't a significant factor here. He's motivated. I know some people downplay contract years. Look what Aaron Judge is doing in New York. and He had the talent. He's done that before. Maybe not at this level, but I, I do think there's extra motivation in a contract here. Miguel Sano, he knows to get a major league contract potentially in free agency, he needs to get it done here in his final opportunity, and he's going to get it. And I said yesterday, 65% chance I thought Miguel Sano would be activated, and the Twins have activated Miguel Sano. Let's talk about the other side of this. Gilberto Celestino sent back to AAA. Selly hasn't hit, and when Selly's hit, it's been singles. And he was great at the beginning of the year for them, going to the opposite field, you know, driving in some runs, even starting some rallies. But he's been pretty cold, and he was very lucky. You look at his Babbit batting average on balls in play, the hard hit rate—none of that's really there. Now, he drove the ball in the minors, and he has a swing that that's geared for power. It's been inside out in the major leagues, and I think he's adjusted because. It's hard for him you know it's hard for anybody to hit major league pitching i think he adjusted started going the other way which i think can be a part of his game but it can't be his game he needs to have more than just i'm gonna hit the ball to second base all the time he needs more than that as a right-handed hitter he needs to add some power he needs to get more comfortable defensively he looks really good i mean he's going to be a valuable fourth outfielder for the twins he has been defensively offensively has left a lot to be desired and I think it'll help him to go back to AAA where he raked last year, crushed at AAA, get some confidence, maybe make some swing adjustments, more aggressive, you know, pulling the ball more. We'll see because I think Sully does have some power. And I think he's, you know, he has 10 to 15 home run power if he were to get a full opportunity. And I don't think that's going to be his role in the majors. I think he's going to be a fourth outfielder, which for the twins carries more weight because they have Byron Buxton in center field. The three X factors for the twins down the stretch. So excited to bring them to you after this word from Blue Nile. Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24/7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from Blue Nile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile Anniversary Sale save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenow.com today. Three X factors to the twins. With number three is Sonny Gray. And I listen, I did not pick the three, you know, three best players on the team. That would be cheating. An X Factor. Here's the here's the definition of an X Factor a variable in any given situation that could have the most significant impact, the most significant impact on the outcome. Who fits that description for the Twins? I wrote an article at TwinsDaily.com as well. We're going to discuss. Sonny Gray is third for me. The Twins need Sonny Gray. Breaking news. The Twins need Sonny Gray. And you saw what happened when Sonny Gray was poor in the rotation. Everything kind of crumbles when Sonny Gray is poor. When Sonny Gray is pitching well, he is the anchor of this rotation. He is the veteran that guys are looking at. I know Dylan Bundy's a veteran, but a veteran with a track record, Sonny Gray. If Sonny Gray can give the Twins an excellent second half, like an all-star level second half, I guess maybe, I don't know if you can call it all-star level after the all-star game, an all-star caliber second half, that would go such a long way. Listen, they need to make moves. They need to go out and get starters. They need to improve the bullpen. But Sonny Gray is just as important as any of those additions they'll make. Like without Sonny Gray, this team is not going anywhere. And it's so important for him to have success in the second half. I looked at 2019. I tweeted this. You look at 2019. Sonny Gray had a very similar first half to the first half he just had with the Twins. But his second half, was terrific, a two twelve ERA with 102 strikeouts in 85 innings, and he finished seventh for the Cy Young Award that year in 2019. That wasn't that long ago. It was three years ago, but Sonny Gray is capable. He's capable of having an excellent second half. He's off to a great start with the way he looked in Detroit. He's very important. He's the third. You could argue he's second. I don't think you could argue he's first. You could argue a switch with him and my second-place player, but he's absolutely a top three X factor for this team. There's a reason I didn't include like Luis Sarai's Jorge Polanco, because while they're very good players, I think their range of outcomes is less than these three I picked. And Sonny Gray, because the rotation needs help, he's very important to the rotation. Second place, Carlos Correa, the second biggest X factor for the Twins in the second half of the season. For this reason, I think we've seen flashes of Carlos Correa, I think we've seen moments. I think we've seen weeks and months even where he's very good. But he had a shortened spring training. He got off to a very slow start. He got COVID. He got hit in the finger and was out for a while. We haven't seen him unleashed yet. And I don't think Twins fans have been treated to who Carlos Correa is on like a daily basis because he's been out. And he's on pace for about four wins above replacement in 122 games. He's on pace to play only 122 games because he lost so much time. If he's healthy in the second half, this dude posted 7.2 wins above replacement last year and saved 20 runs for the Astros. He didn't get any worse. He's 27 years old. He's in his prime. He saved two runs so far for the Twins defensively, and he's on pace for four wins above replacement. I think Carlos Correa is, is going to have a huge second half. And he would absolutely be my pick to be the Twins MVP in the second half. That's to take nothing away from Byron Buxton or Jorge Polanco or Luis Siraz or anybody else or Sonny Gray or Joe Ryan or whoever they acquire. I just think Carlos Correa, you can't hold him down for long if he's healthy. He's going to rack up defensive runs saved. He's going to rack up offensive production. You look at his OPS plus, it's the exact same as it was in Houston last year, and he was, a, you know, MVP candidate. It was unbelievable for Houston last year, and is an unbelievable player. And also, of course, he's an X factor. You look at—I tweeted this today. Postseason RBI leaders: Bernie Williams is first with eighty. Manny Ramirez is in second with seventy-eight. David Justice sixty-three. Derek Jeter and David Ortiz are tied with sixty-one. That's fourth place. And then it's Carlos Correa with fifty-nine. He's twenty-seven years old. He's twenty-seven years old, and he's sixth. All time in postseason RBIs. Of course, he's an X Factor. He's number two, but he's not as big of an X Factor as my number one. We're going to talk about him after this word from Sports Card Investor. Welcome to the world of Sports Card Reimagine. The Sports Card Investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby you love. It's available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. The Sports Card Investor app is a must-have for baseball fans. They now have over 630,000 cards in the app, not just Major League Baseball, every sport you can imagine, and Marvel, and Marvel, unbelievable. Go to SportsCardInvestor.com or download the app in the Apple App Store or on Android, Sports Card Investor. It's the Sports Card World Reimagined. If you want to go out there and check how much a card is worth this is a marketplace for that. 2022, everything is possible with Sports Card Investor. Go check it out today. My number one X-Factor is the ultimate X-Factor. He is the twin's heart and soul. He is the guy. It's Byron Buxton. I mean, Byron Buxton is maybe the biggest X-Factor in Major League Baseball. When you look at where this team is at, When Byron Buxton doesn't play, and listen, I know it hasn't been a great year for him consistency-wise, but he's got 23 homers. He's produced three wins above replacement. He's been in and out of the lineup. He's played only 43 games in center field. You look, even though he's played only 43 games in center field, he's still tied for the league lead out there with seven outs above average. He saved five runs in 43 games. That's good for fifth in the American League among center fielders who spent at least 350 innings out there. Incredible defensively when he's on the field. We know that. And then at the plate, what he's capable of doing, the stretches he's capable of putting together. We've seen months where Byron Buxton is the best hitter in baseball. We haven't seen it for a full year, not close. But we've seen months. You could argue April of this year was the best hitter in baseball definitely April of last year, one of the best months in Twins history, one of the best months you'll see from a major league player. That's how good he was last year in April of 2021. If he can do that in August or September, absolutely he's the biggest X factor. For as great as Carlos Correa is, and he's capable of putting together great stretches, and I think he's primed to do so. There's nobody on this roster with more upside than Byron Buxton because of what he brings defensively, offensively, the the buzz and the energy and the enthusiasm he plays with, and I also think I'm not trying to compare him to Correa. Correa is an amazing player with an unbelievable track record. The Twins, since 2019, are 143 and 97 when Byron Buxton starts. That's a 96 win pace, and 119 and 121 when he doesn't. That's an 80 win pace. Incredible. It it continues. Every single season. Now, they were 29 and 30 when he started in 2021. That was an awful year. And a lot of those starts were in April where he was hitting home runs late in games to take leads. And then Alexander Colomay was blowing said lead. Or Tyler Duffy was blowing said lead. It's a it's a little bit jaded in, in 2021, his, uh, his record when he started and, and when he didn't. But basically, every single year, when Byron Buxton's in the lineup, the Twins are a completely different team. We know that. If he can put together a stretch, what if he had that month? Like, just imagine the possibility here. This is why the two goals were win the Central and keep Byron Buxton healthy for October. This possibility gives me chills. What if the Twins held on in the Central, which they're more likely to do than not? It's not a guarantee. It's far from that. But they're more likely to win the division and go to the playoffs than not. You have a healthy Byron Buxton in October. And he puts together one of those months in October. Like that's why goal number two is keeping Byron Buxton healthy for the playoffs because there are very few players in the world who can do what he does, which is heat up for weeks, a month at a time, and Homer it feels like on a nightly basis, and drive in loads of runs and make amazing catches in center, save runs, dive around the field, take a bag. He changes the game. He changes the game. What if you had him doing that? on the biggest stage. I mean, that's that's the exciting part, I think, for me, because he's capable of doing it at any time. He's capable of turning it on at any time. And if you combine that Byron Buxton with postseason Carlos Correa, who's been there, done that, knows how to lead in October, knows how to get big hits in October, knows what it feels like to win in October, the The possibilities are are really endless. And that's why I'm excited about the Twins going out to get some pitching because I think that this team, and you may not feel this way, and I understand because they they do feel far away on the pitching side, but I think the offense has so much upside, and I think with the experience of Correa and having him with Byron and having Alex Kurloff come up and hit and having Jorge Polanco and Luis Sorais in an MVP-level season, having all those guys, the upside is great offensively. You can even put Miguel Sano into that conversation. I'm not going to push it, but you could if you wanted to. The upside offensively is massive, and that's why I'm excited about the possibility of adding pitching and why I don't view it as out of the realm of possibility for the Twins to get into the tournament in October and make some serious noise, because I think they do have upside, especially offensively. They can build upside pitching on the pitching front with some good moves, and as I said with Sonny Gray, they need guys to step forward and perform, not just Gray, but they need Duran to stay healthy and Joe Ryan to get it done. But they have enough upside I believe in my heart, and I'm a <laughs> Twins fan for life, I love this team, love this team so, so, so much, and I'm so dialed in, and I just, I, I'm so passionate about this club, but I still think when I take a step back and I look at them, I believe in my heart of hearts that they can put together a, a, an October contender, and a big part of that is Buxton. A big part of that is Correa. If they didn't have Carlos Correa, it would be a completely different conversation. But you do have Carlos Correa and you likely won't have Carlos Correa next year. I know people are hopeful he'll opt in. You know, it's 30 and it's possible he does, but it's unlikely. It's unlikely. And it's especially unlikely if Carlos Correa has a big second half, which I think he will. I think he will. If he has a big second half, he's even more unlikely to opt into the contract. But if he has a big second half, the twins probably win the division because he is the second most important, you know, X factor on this team for them. They're not going to win or lose with Correa. They're not going to win or lose with Buxton. But those guys, I think, have the biggest swing along with Sonny Gray. Let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. They'll make your second listen to the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. Go over to TwinsDaily.com. Check out my new articles. Daniel Bard, Noah Sindergaard, Tyler Malley, Frankie Montas. So many guys I'm writing about at TwinsDaily.com. And hey, let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks so much. Twins are back in action. I'll be back with a post game on Tuesday. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.